Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Sota Daf Chaf Aleph. We are holding on Daf Chaf Amid Beis, about 12 lines from the end of the page, at the two dots on Chaf Amid Beis. Today's shir is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer, in honor of his wife and children, and Leila Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha Shalom, also by my aunt and uncle, Jeanette and Jack Blumenkoff, in honor of the yard site of Zaydi Sender, Sender Ben Yaakov, our Zaydis, Nisham Shav and Aliyah, and also by the Shulman family for the yard site of Robin Shulman, Simmer Rosa Chaya Bas Aaron Ruvain, whose yard site is today, Nisham Shav and Aliyah. We thank all of the sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So we are holding, like I said, on Chafam Beis, and the uh, Gemara is first going to talk about how long can a zuchus be tola for? We said that if a sota has certain zuchuyos, then it's tola, then she won't get punished immediately. So how long does that last for until the punishment inevitably will come? So the Gemara is going to have uh, different possibilities of, uh, of, of who the Tana of our Mishnah could have been that identified as a chus that could be tola up to three years. Then the Gemara is going to talk about which zuchuyos save the sota. I mean, is it zuchus Torah? Is it zuchus mitzvah? And in that context, we're going to talk about the relative value of the zuchus of Torah versus the zuchus of mitzvah. Zuchus of Torah apparently is generally a greater zuchus than the zuchus of mitzvah, but how exactly do we define that? What makes it greater? In what way is it a more impactful zuchus than the zuchus of mitzvahs? And then the Gemara is going to discuss supporters of Torah, and uh, that there are certain times where a person who supports Torah is considered to be as great as the Lomei Torah himself, and other times where we say, that the person who supports Torah is bizyonos. So when do we say that a supporter of Torah is bizyonos, that it's not a good thing, and when do we say that as a supporter of Torah is, uh, is a really great thing. And then on Amid Beis, the Gemara is going to talk about some of the midos that are necessary for accomplishing in learning, for accomplishing in Torah. And then at the end of the daf, the Gemara is going to define both the term chasid shota and it's going to define the term rasha arum. And particularly on the term rasha arum, we're going to have seven different definitions of that term. Not necessarily definitions, but seven different examples of what it means, uh, what, what it looks like when a person is a rasha arum. So let's begin about 12 lines from the bottom of the page. On daf chaf amud bay. So we said, it would be tolala. It's a tolala. So we said, there's a schus that's tola shanachas, there's a schus that's tola shteishanim, and there's a schus that's tola shaloshanim. So says Mara, Mani Mastisin, which of the following tanayim is reflected, is represented in our Mishnah when our Mishnah says that there could be such a thing as a schus that will last up until three years? Lo Rabbi Yossi ben Chanan, Velo Rabbi Eliezer ben Yisrael Kishkfar Darum, Velo Rabbi Ishmael. We know of three opinions in Tanayim about how long the Zuchus can be tola, and our Mishnah conforms to none of them. Did Tanya, where do these three opinions in Tanayim present themselves? In the following Brisa. Im yesh lo Zuchus tola la shlosha chadashim kedei akaras ubar divrei Abiyosi ben Chanan. That Abiyosi ben Chanan says Zuchus is tola only three months. Three months which corresponds to the amount of time a woman is pregnant before she's recognizably pregnant. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yitzchak Darum Omer Tisha Chadashim. No, nine months. Shenemar, Vinixov, and Israzera. That we see that the Zchus is told that when she's uh, vindicated and the Mayim is not Bodek, it's the sheer of time of Vinizra Azera. 
that it would take for her to have a child. That zera means a child that's already born. Yisupar means that you go around telling people. You don't tell anybody. You don't go around telling everybody until the baby is born. So uh, so we see that it's nine months. Zera haroi l'saper. That it's a zera that's roi for to to live and to to uh, to ultimately be misaper himself. That he will uh, be misaper the shevach of a kodesh baruch So yisupar is not uh, just about that uh, you're going to tell people about the birth of the baby, but that the baby himself is a bar kayama, that he's uh, born after nine months of full-term pregnancy, where we're confident that he's going to be able to be mesaper, that he's going to be able to be mesaper, the shevach of, uh, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Um, the Rabbi Shmuel, Omer, Rabbi Shmuel says, not three months, not nine months, shnei masachodesh, 12 months. And even though he doesn't have a raya that it will be told for 12 months, he has a zechel, the dover, he has a remes to it. Because um, the Pasuk says at the time that Daniel is interpreting the dream of Nebuchadnezzar, that he's going to be a, uh, that, that the Nebuchadnezzar is going to be uh, sent away from uh, from from uh, humanity and he's going to live among the chayos and the behemos. So Daniel gives him an etza how to avoid such a gzeira. And Daniel says, Says Alehin Malka Malki Yishpar Alech Bechatach Bitzdaka Fruk Vavyasach Bimchan Anoyin Hein Tava Archa Lishalvasech that you're the you should listen to my advice, King. You should do uh, what what uh, you know if you want to do the right thing and you want to do uh, and you listen and you want to protect yourself. You want you should listen very carefully to what I'm about to tell you. The way to redeem your Averos is through Tzedaka, and that will uh, that will relieve the burden of your Averos for some time. And if you'll do that, you'll see that you'll live in tranquility and the Puranus will not affect you for some time. And Nebuchadnezzar followed that advice of giving tzedakah to, uh, to Aniyim. And every day he would gather together the Aniyah Yisrael that he himself had exiled and that were desperately poor and needed food. And he would be mefarnis them, uksiv kolomot al Nebuchadnezzar Malka, that the entire uh, interpretation of the dream got to Nebuchadnezzar, uksiv only after 12 months that nothing happened until uh, until after 12 months because you see that the uh, the zuchus of that mitzvah was tola uh, was able to uh, delay his uh, his sentencing for uh, for or his uh, the 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 the, uh, the the application of that uh, of that of those yisurin for 12 months the psukim go on to say what happened in the end when he suffered the pranos that at the end of 12 months Nebuchadnezzar was mafarnis the ani Yisrael and uh, he went to the Hechel Amalchus of Bavel and he heard Aniim standing by the doorway and they were crying out and he had forgotten the dream, the Medrash says. And he said, what is this Kola Amon that I hear in my, in my ears? What's going on over here? So Zavadim told him, these are the Aniim that you had uh, determined that you're going to be Mepharnes. So he said, that, that's, uh, the, he says, this is a great place of Bavel that I built uh, into a base Malchus with all of my Kavod and with all of my strength. And if I would spend all my money being Mepharnes Saniim, how would I have built such amazing palaces? Where would all of my covered be? Uh, that's it. I'm not being Mepharnes them anymore. And uh, just as he said it, a call came out in a and said, 
Atid Nebuchadnezzar, you're the, the Nebuchadnezzar that uh, everything you have is going to be lost. And at that time, the Gezerah started happening and he started going out of his mind and he became uh, like a wild animal and he was, uh, he, 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 he left the civilization and he was eating like a grass, like, a, like an animal, like the oxen and his, uh, his, 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 uh, his, his body was uh, saturated with, uh, with dew from Shemayim and from all the uh, dirt and the Zaya, he started growing hair all over the place like an animal and his fingernails grew long and uh, he lived like an animal and uh, that, that lasted for seven years that, uh, that everyone realizes that Kodesh Baruch Hu ultimately runs the world now Daniel gave this Eitzah to Nebuchadnezzar to be able to uh, to be able to to, uh, to save himself but it wasn't really you know you don't give Eitzah to Nebuchadnezzar as Kavana was to save these Anim that Nebuchadnezzar he saw terrible poverty and these people had nothing to eat so he figured he has uh, a way to get them uh, to get them food and that's why he gave the Eitzah to Nebuchadnezzar the Gemara Mitzvah Babasu Davdalit says that since he gave that Eitzah to Nebuchadnezzar, Daniel was punished that he was sent into that he was thrown into the Govarayos. He was sent into he was thrown into the lion's den because the Allah is that you're not supposed to give an Eitzah to a Russia to be able to avoid punishment for his uh, for his averus. You're not supposed to try to allow Russia to amass Zuchuya, a, a, a Russia guy to amass Zuchuyos. The Rambam writes in Rotzeich Shmiras and Efesh that Osir Lahasi Eitzah Tovah Legoy Ola Eved Russia. If he remains a Russia and he's just trying to use the mitzvah as a way out of the consequence, you always want to encourage everybody to do tshuva. But if that's not what he's doing, he's just doing a mitzvah to get out of the consequences of his avera, uh, and he's going to remain a Russia. It's us to give such eitzah. And the Ram writes, Daniel el that Daniel suffered what he did because of the eitzah that he gave to Nebuchadnezzar. But bottom line is, what you see is that the Eitzah worked for 12 months, but that was it, and no Shita in this Brisa says three years. Even the most uh, maximal Shita is only 12 months. So says, so who's the Tan of our Mishnah that says three years? So says the Olam Rabbi Ishmael. The Tan of our Mishnah is Rabbi Ishmael. I, Rabbi Ishmael, said 12 months. Vashkach Kra da Amar Vitani. The Tana found the Pasuk that Kodesh Baruch Hu sometimes is, uh, will give an extension on that, uh, on that, that one year, uh, that, that one year reprieve. He'll give an extension and he'll give an extension twice. So the because the Pazak says, that, uh, So it turns out that the 12 months that the Tzchus is told, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Marath is man for that three times, it will turn out to be three years. Why is it that the Bryce has said that there's no Rayel uh, Dover, that this is only Zechel Dover? It's pretty explicit that Daniel Zaytza actually protected Nebuchadnezzar for 12 months. Why is that only a Zecher? So it says, of the Chavim, Alaihu. It could be that of the Chavim are different, and you can't bring a raya from the way Hakadosh Baruch Hu treats them to the way Hakadosh Baruch Hu treats us, because Hakadosh Baruch Hu does not does, is not eager to quickly punish Rishayim in Olamaze. He'd rather them build up a long record so that he could punish them all at once in uh, in Olamaba. So uh, therefore, just because Hakadosh Baruch Hu is willing to delay Nebuchadnezzar's punishment for twelve months, does not mean that he's going to delay our punishment, the punishment of a Jewish person for uh, for twelve months. So uh, even though. 
the 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 Navi Amos uh, that we quoted before of Kamar Hashem Rosh The Navi says Kamar Hashem Rosh Hashem Yehuda Val Barla Shivenu Al Masim Tzaras Hashem Chukav Lo Shamer Vitim etc. So you see that it's, it applies to Yehuda as well. It applies to Klal uh, Yisrael as well. That Hakadosh Baruch Hu's is Mishalish Vizman and the Achronim asked that Kasha. So the Achronim point out, yeah, but what's the Zman you start out with? Meaning by Nebuchadnezzar, we know the starting point was 12 months. Then the Pasuk said, and sometimes you'll get a, uh, you know, that, that will, you'll, you'll get an extension, and then another extension for that same amount of time. But you don't have that, uh, you don't know what the starting point is with, uh, with Klal Yisrael. And that's why it's only a Remez Ludover, and it's not an absolute Raya. Sometimes you have a Zuchus that's Tola for Shaloshanim. So says Mar Zuchus to Mai, what Zuchus would the woman have that would actually be Tola Shaloshanim? Elim Zuchus to Torah. If you can tell me it's the Zuchus of learning Torah, the Zuchus of a woman learning Torah can't be all that great because she's not Mitzvah in Talmud Torah. And we know the Gemara tells us uh, that Gadol Mitzvah Viyosi Yosem and the Gemara is clear in that women are not in Talmud Torah if you don't have a to teach them they're not chayiv to teach themselves and therefore they're not chayiv to learn either so they have no chayiv of uh, Talmud Torah uh, so uh, it can't be that that's this, this enormous zuchus that's going to uh, to save them at a time of uh, where, where otherwise they'd, uh, they'd be both, they'd be nivdak by the Mesota Ella zuchus to mitzvah must be the zuchus of kiyum mitzvos and not the zuchus of Torah. So says Gemara, but is the zuchus of mitzvos great enough to accomplish something like that? Zuchus to mitzvah mi migno kulei Does it have the ability to protect a person to such an extent? Vatanya the brisa defines for us what a zuchus of mitzvos accomplishes vis-a-vis a zuchus of Torah. And the brisa says as zo darish rabbi menachem bar yosi ki ner mitzvah v'torah or the pasuk in Mishlei says. That ner that the mitzvah is compared to a ner and Torah is compared to or. Tola kosvas a mitzvah biner vs a Torah baor. As a mitzvah biner lomalacha, the comparison between a mitzvah and ner is to tell you that my ner ain't a megina elafi shah. Just like a ner will only protect you temporarily, af mitzvah ain't a megina elafi shah. So to a mitzvah will only protect you temporarily. Vs a Torah baor, and the Torah is compared to or lomalacha, ma or megin liolam, af Torah megina liolam. That just like or protects uh, forever, so too the uh, Torah will protect forever. In what way are we assuming that a mitzvah, that a, that a ner, meaning in order to understand the mashal, uh, the nimshal, you need to understand the mashal, right? So, uh, so we're trying to understand in what way Torah is better than mitzvah, but you have to understand what does it mean, or versus ner? Well, what does it mean? That a ner is only temporary and an or is uh, permanent. So in the Aruch Yisharim, he says two things. He says, first of all, a ner only helps you during the nighttime, doesn't help you during the daytime. Or means the presence of light. So that helps you at any time, right? It enables you to see. And during the daytime, the sun provides light. During the nighttime, you'll have other sources of light. But, uh, but there's always light there. So it's, uh, it applies... 24 hours. And the second thing is that a ner is limited by the fuel that it has, right? A ner only has so much uh, oil in it, so much wax in it, whatever is fueling that uh, that ner, and that will run out. So mitzvahs will only protect you for some short amount of time, for his man muat, 
so when uh, and uh, as opposed to uh, the zchus of Torah, which is meir liolam, it's like the arachama, which is uh, which is meir liolam. The sun doesn't run out of fuel. The omer, and we also find another pasuk that the Torah is, is making both in olam azeh and olam abba. B'shalecha tanchelosach, and says b'shach b'cha tishmar alecha v'akitzosi yisisichecha. Is the end of the pasuk. So we darshan b'shalecha tanchelosach ze olam azeh. That's a reference to olam azeh. That uh, that 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 uh, the Torah will uh, will guide you in your life in Zomisa, and even when a person is already dead, the Torah will guard over him. And even at the time of uh, the Torah will be or even at the time where he's uh, may refer to an when he's facing Din in front of Baruch Hu, the Torah is going to be there to, uh, to to help him out. We already learned back on Dav Gimel that your mitzvahs also run in front of you uh, to uh, in in, in Olam Abba. So this must be something special about the uh, the Torah that the Torah is going to be melamid zuchus. It's going to serve as a special. Uh, you know, uh, attorney to, to help you out. So, mashal adam shayim mahalich biishul naila. So it gives a mashal of a person who's walking in the darkness. Fafelen, it's in a, it's in a, uh, uh, a fog. Umisyari min akotzim min apchasim, and he's uminabarkanim, and he's worried about tripping over things and running into things, bumping into things, and uh, landing in some sort of ditch in the ground. Umchayira min alisin, but he also has to worry about being attacked by a chayira or by listin. So he's got three problems. Problem number one is he can't see where he's going, so he might trip, he might fall, he might hurt himself. Problem number two is the, the others might attack him, whether it be Chayra or listen. And problem number three is he has no idea where he's going. So So then he gets a fire, he gets a uh, torch. So problem number one is solved. Now we can see where he's going. He's not going to fall in the ditch. He's not going to uh, walk into a thorn bush or something like that. But he still has to worry about problem number two. He might still get attacked. And he has problem number three. He doesn't know where he's going. So the zchus of mitzvah is like that torch that it will save you from some of the pranos, but not all of the pranos. Kivan Shalom Murashachar eats on the Chayram and a listen. Then Amurashachar comes, and now the Chayus Ra'us go away, and the listen don't attack during the daytime. So, uh, so he's saved from, uh, from, from, from the Averos and from the Yisurin when he's Zochet to Torah, which is like Or. But even with that, even with Torah, he doesn't know exactly where he's going. He Once he gets to the Prashas Rachim, then he's saved from everything. Then he's going to even know where he's going. When he gets to the crossroads, you'll see that sign on the crossroads with the arrows this uh, place that way that place that way or just that the crossroads uh, will provide him with some sort of uh, landmark that he'll recognize so he'll know where he is and he'll uh, then find his way and that the Gemara is going to say later on is a muscle to the Yom Amisa, that even if a person is learning Torah he still can't be sure that he's going to overcome his Yetzir Hara for the rest of his life so he still has to worry about that and that's the worry that we're talking about of not knowing where he's going but then he gets to the Yom Amisa, so that's it. It's all decided on the Yom Amisa, and he's going in one direction or the other direction. So that's the uh, the marshal. The marshal explains the marshal that a person uh, has has three major mafriim, three major uh, uh, things that get in the way of uh, of his accomplishment of shleimus hanefesh. Number one, that there are physical things. There are 
the kotzim that are meramis to parnasa and uh, and not having enough food, rachman alislan, those kinds of things. And then uh, there's the the pachasim, which is a uh, dever, uh, plagues and things like that that kill uh, masses of people. And then there's barkanim, which is cherev and and and, and uh, oyev, where a person get killed, rachman alislan, by enemies. So the avuka is matzal person at night. So if he's zochet to be mitzvah, he'll be saved from some of these pranias that you find in Olam which is nimshal lalayla, because the mitzvah that uh, will, uh, will, will, will achieve a certain amount of, uh, of shleimus haguf and will protect a person from the physical threats. But adayin misyari mechayiram and alistin v'niyodei malik, he still has the other two problems. That's a marshal to the other two, uh, the other, the other two uh, um, issues that people have that prevent them from shleimus nefesh. The yitzar hara, which is like a chayirah and a chavirah, which is like listim, uh, that uh, mitzvah will not be able to protect you from uh, from that. But kibun shalom or a shachar, then you're saved from those things, from a bad chavra and from a yitzar hara. And uh, since the chus of Torah provides that shleimus nefesh even against the yitzar hara, that's what we say. And it will also protect him from uh, the dark air Rishayim. So that's how the Marsha explains the hemsh, you know, the this uh, this mashal and imshal in the Gemara. Davar Acher, another explanation as to why mitzvah is compared to a ner and Torah is compared to or is uh, not about how it protects but avera mechabe mitzvah when one does an avera it can, it can outweigh, you can extinguish the schar of a mitzvah so just like a ner is mechabe mayim just like mayim is mechabe a ner ve'in avera mechabe Torah but an avera cannot be mechabe it cannot extinguish the schar of Torah that the averos that are, considered, that are compared to mayim rabim are not able to be mechabe the koach Torah. So you see that the zechus of a mitzvah, bottom line is, why do we quote all this? The zechus of a mitzvah is not nearly as great as the zechus of Torah, and therefore it should not serve to protect the sota for one, two, three years. It shouldn't be able to accomplish that. So Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, you're right. The zechus of a mitzvah that protects her uh, is the, uh, meaning not you're right. He says, uh, we, we, I, I still maintain it's zechus of a mitzvah. When he says, when we said that a mitzvah is not megina, while you're engaged in a mitzvah, it protects the person from Yisurin and from the Yitzharara that you shouldn't be nikshal in another Avera. Once you completed the mitzvah, you're no longer actively engaged in the mitzvah. Agune Magna, it will still protect you from Yisurin, but it's the matzah, will not save you from the Yitzharara. Torah, both while you're learning it and when you're no longer learning it, will protect you from Yisurim and will save you from the Yitzhara that you won't do more Averos. So Maskafla Rabba Elameatas Rabba says, well, wait a second, that's true that Torah protects you from the Yitzhara. What about They were great, great Talmud Chachamim, and uh, the Torah didn't uh, protect them from their Yetzer Hara from doing Averos. They were also great Rishon. They're in them Chelek. The Olam Abba. So Ella Amar 
Rava. So Rava says the chilek between Torah mitzvahs is the following: Torah be'in the dasik bar magna umatzla. While you're engaged in Torah, but only while you're engaged in Torah, will Torah protect you from the uh, from the yitzar hara, from doing further averos, as well as from yisurim. Be'in the lo asik bar aguni magna matzla. When you're no longer asik in Torah, it will still protect you from yisurim, but it will not protect you from uh, from violating further further uh, averos. Um, uh, mitzvah, but when it comes to a mitzvah, bein bitna dasikpa, bein bitna dalawasikpa, aguni magna atzuli lomatzla. When it comes to a mitzvah, whether it's the time that you are lear- doing the mitzvah or the time that you're not doing the mitzvah, it will only protect from Yisurim, but will not protect you from the Yitzhar Haras. So Torah has the, 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 the advantage of the Zuchus of Torah over the Zuchus of Mitzvah is simply that while you're doing it, it will also protect you from the Yitzhar Haras, not only from Yisurim. <laughs> the Marshal raised a question: If Torah, while you're doing it, if Torah protects you from Yisurin, even while you're not doing it, then how did Dog and Achitofel die? Right? Why were they killed? After all, they uh, they had learned a lot of Torah. So the Marshal says Yisurin and Misa are two different things. Misa the Rishayim is Tov Lehem Betov Leolam. Russia sometimes Kodesh Baruch does him a favor by taking him out of this world before he, uh, you know, his uh, his his record of Averos gets even longer. So uh, that's not the same as Yisurin. We saw the difference between Yisurin and. Uh, and Misa, when we spoke about uh, Dafir Aleph with Bilam, and uh, that was the difference between, between Bilam and Eov, based on the Eitzah that they gave Paro, that, uh, that in a certain sense, um, uh, you'd rather suffer Yisurin than, uh, than have Misa. That's what we saw over there. But, uh, but for Russia, it's probably better to die. So it's like a mercy killing that Kodesh Baruch Hu does. So Ravina says, no, no, no. Let's, let's uh, abandon this entire line of thinking. This entire line of thinking was that the Zuchus that saves the Sota cannot be Torah because the Sota is a woman who's not Chayiv in Talmud Torah uh, and, and therefore must be a mitzvah. And uh, we, st- uh, we, we got into this whole discussion about what exactly the Zuchus of Mitzvah accomplishes and how it falls a little bit short of what the Zuchus of Torah accomplishes. Ravina says that what protects the Sota is the Zuchus of Torah. I what about the Kasha that it's in Mitzvah Need the Pukud Mifkada. Granted, she's not Mitzvah, but the bigger the Makari and Masam Benayu in the Schar that she encourages her uh, husband and her children to learn Torah. As she waits for her husband till he returns back from the base Madrash late at night. Milo Palgan Ba'adayu. Doesn't she get uh, schar, the equal schar limud uh, to uh, to what her children and her husband are getting? So that's a schus of limud Torah, not of her own learning, but of a mitzvah v'yosa of her husband and her son's learning that she's going to get that uh, that enormous uh, zuchus. Now it's interesting. Ba'agrid the makarin and masayin benayu sounds like the mothers are the ones that are in charge of bringing the children to school. So the marsha says, yeah, because uh, she's the one that runs the household. So part of running the household is the carpool. So the mothers are the one that bring the child to uh, to. Ben Yoyada says it must be talking about uh, where the husband works out of town because normally it should be the husband's job to take the child to school. So uh, I guess you have this uh, this discussion when uh, who should drive carpool today. So uh, so that's machlokas uh, between the marsha and the uh, the Ben Yoyada. So what the default is. So my precious drachim. What does it mean that a person gets to a precious drachim um, that uh, then then he knows where he's going? So Yom Misa. So three interpretations. One interpretation is that it's Tamil Chacham and Yom Misa. 
that he's also in Torah mitzvah. So when he gets to Yom Misa, he knows that he, he spent his entire life in Torah. He was never poor at all, and therefore he knows that he's in good hands. Second possibility is that it's a person who's also in Torah and mitzvahs, and he's zochet to have yiraschet as well. And through that, he'll be saved from everything, from all types of yisurim, through the Torah that he learns. Um, the, the, uh, he he uh, uh, he knows what's uh, what's what's right to do, and what's not right to do, what he has to refrain from, and through the yiraschet, he'll actually refrain from uh, from following his yitzar hara. So he knows that he'll never do anything wrong if he lear- if he's both educated and has yiras chait. One without the other doesn't help, right? To have, uh, doesn't, doesn't help fully. To have, to have a lot of education but no yiras chait. So he'll know what he's not allowed to do but then he'll do it anyway because he doesn't have yiras chait. If he has yiras chait but he has no knowledge, he'll never want to sin but he'll have no idea what a sin is. So he needs to have, uh, he needs to be a tamal chacham and also have yiras chait. Ben Yoyada says yiras chait of yiras yiras haromimus. That, uh, that he, if he's mismale belimala Torah, he's going to realize the godless habore and uh, he's Gonna, he's, he's gonna have a, a sense of yiras aromus where he's not going to want to do averos. Third possibility: The precious rachim is a remez to a tamal chacham who uh, has siyata deshmaya that uh, that he knows how, how to uh, how to come to halachic conclusions that are acceptable. And the mashal is that even though he's zochet to Torah and he was saved from the yitzar hara and from chait, but he still don't know ezed derechu mahalech if he's going to be zochet to that. That special siyata d'shmaya that uh, people are gonna uh, are going to follow his piskei alacha that it's going to resonate with people that that's the correct psak la alacha that's how we determine who the poskim are essentially right that uh, people ask shailas to different uh, rab- to different rabbanim and some rabbanim keep getting a lot more shailas and others don't so uh, that's uh, that's what Moshe Feinstein in the famous New York Times interview said that they asked him how did you become the greatest posik uh, you know halachic decider for the Jewish people so uh, someone asked me a question I gave them an answer I guess they liked the answer. Or some more people ask me questions. I gave them answers also, and that's how it happens. There's no election. There's no. It's so when Klal Yisrael gets the sense that these answers make sense, that these answers are uh, are what the, the Torah wants from me, or Kadosh Baruch wants from me. Okay, so we said Going back to what we said earlier, Rabbi Nachman Yossi said that an avera it can extinguish a mitzvah, but it cannot extinguish the Torah. So Rabbi Yosef Darshi Rabbi Nachman Yossi Lahaykrok. Sinai. Rabbi Nachman Bar Yosef darshan this pasuk as if it was given from our Sinai. If Dog Yachitofel would have darshan this pasuk properly, they would not have uh, tried to go after David. Because the pasuk says that they said about David HaMelech, um, and the pasuk continues, uh, that since he was Bovel and Eishas Ish, HaKadosh Baruch has abandoned him, and therefore we can go after him, and nothing's going to happen to us. Us, because the Avera that he did extinguished whatever Zuchuyos he had previously. My Drush, where did they learn such a thing that Akarosh Baruch abandoned someone who was Nikshal Lanesha Zish, Vilayir Bucha Ervas Davar, and the Pasuk continues, Vishav Meacharecha, that if Akarosh Baruch sees that a person does an Avera of Arayos, so Akarosh Baruch is going to abandon such a person. But Vehenin and Yodin, Sha'avera Mechaba Mitzvah, but Ain Avera Mechaba Torah, they didn't realize, yes, an Avera could be Mechaba Mitzvah, but an Avera is 
is not going to be mechaber mechaber Torah. The uh, the so so uh, the Rabbi Nachman reveals in Darshan at the beginning of the pasuk. Mayim Rabbim leyuchlu lechabel says Ava and Aros leishtafua mitei nishas kol hon beisel beAva bozi vuzulo. So now the Gemara Darshan is the end of the pasuk. Once we're on that pasuk, the pasuk ends with bozi uh, vuzulo. So the Gemara says my bozi vuzulo. Why is it that if a person wants to give kol hon beiso, right? That's what the pasuk is describing. He's willing to give kol hon beiso to support Torah. Why is it bozi vuzulo? Well, why is that a bad thing? We should uh, we should honor the guy at uh, the yeshiva dinner. So No, we're not talking about supporters of Torah, like the famous supporters of Torah that you know, like Shimon Achiazaria. What does it mean, Shimon Achiazaria? The pasuk would not would not uh, would not say anything negative about uh, Shimon Achiazaria. That was a relationship where Shimon was also in Torah and Azaria, his brother, was the one that was supporting him. So uh, since uh, he was supported by his brother, he, even the the Talmud Chacham was only known as the brother of the Tomech Torah, right? The brother of the one who provided the support. So that, that he gets all the covet in the world. We, we, we never say Bozi Vuzlo. Velok Rabbi Yochanan de nor like uh, the, the Beis Anasi who supported Rabbi Yochanan in order to enable Rabbi Yochanan to learn Torah. Ela Kihilal Veshevna. No, this is like Hillel and Shevna. They were both, they were brothers. Hillel learned Torah in great poverty. We know about Hillel's learning in poverty. That's Yuma Daf Lamed Hey. When the Gemara tells us about it, it was in Stakar Petrapik Pachal Yom, and he paid half of the uh, half of the money that he made for Parnas Bnei Beso and half of the money to get into the base Medrash. And one day he didn't have the money, and he ended up on the, on the window, and then it uh, started snowing. That whole story, that, that poverty that Hillel suffered through, was while he was becoming Talmud Chacham, he was learning Torah all day, he suffered terrible poverty. Shevna of an Iska, and Shevna uh, was busy making a lot of money. L'sof Afterwards, he sees Hillel became this great son, this big Talmud Chacham. Everyone loves Hillel. So he says, you know what? I'd like half of your Schar uh, Torah, so I'll give you money now to pay for your... You can give all the money in the world. It's too late. You have to support the Talmud Chacham when he's, uh, when he's, when he's still young, right? You know, uh, the, the, he, yeah, I just finished the biography of Chaim Kanievsky. He became Chaim Kanievsky. When he was young, there weren't people throwing money at him or doing whatever he wanted. When he was older, okay, so a guy, go, you know, a, a Gavir from America builds a bridge so he doesn't have to go up and down the steps anymore. And he had things that he needed because he was world famous, which is wonderful, and that's what they should do when he's a... But, but to get to that point, there was a lot of anias, there was a lot of uh, poverty, and learning Torah with great, great uh, Mesiris Nefesh. That's, uh, the, the, there are very few that, uh, that appreciate uh, the Talmud Chacham before he's, uh, before, he's world, before he's world famous. They say that when Rav Ruderman visited Eretz Yisrael, when Rav Chaim was still a young man, uh, they asked Rav Ruderman how your trip was, and he said, it was great. I bought a mantle for a Sefer Torah. So they said, what do you mean you bought a mantle for a Sefer Torah? He said uh, that the stipler told me that his son Chaim, his frock is all frayed. He, has no, he hasn't gotten a new baguette in years. So I bought his son, uh, his son Reb Chaim, a new frock. And I'm telling you, the man is a walking Sefer Torah. I bought a mantle for a Sefer Torah. So that was, uh, so that some people can appreciate already. Uh, so anyway, so, uh, so Bozi Vuzulo is, uh, is that, that the person uh, comes in too late. Tosh raises the question, how, how did Shevna get the name Shevna in the first place? You're not allowed to call someone by the name of a Russia. Shem Rosham Yirkov, the Pasuk Mishli says, Shevna was a Russia, the Gemara Sanhedrin tells us, that when uh, Sancheriv uh, besieged Yerushalayim, uh, 
Shevna was the one who reached out to Shalom and he, uh, he, was, he was a Russia. So he says a couple of answers. He says it could be that there are other people named uh, Shevna. Tosas from Sechel Shabbos says in the name of Rabbi Natam that no, there are two names. There's Shevna and Shechna. Maybe the gifts over here is uh, Shechna with a chaf and not Shevna with a base. Okay. Omer ben Azai, Chayev Adam. So uh, yeah, so, so the, uh, the 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 uh, the 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 Mishnah had said that uh, yeah, the Mishnah had said that 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 Lamed that a person has to teach his, his daughter Torah, and it's a good idea to do so because if she's ever in a situation where she's a sota, the zechus of the Torah is going to save her. Tosov here quotes Yerushalmi that the Yerushalmi says Dafka not like Benazai that Benazai is against Rabbi Lazar Benazaria. Rabbi Lazar Benazaria by Mitzvah Hakel tells us that it's very clear Nashim Ba'us Lishmoa and not Lilmod. And the Yerushalmi tells this other story that uh, that one time. Uh, uh, the, the, uh, a woman asked Rabbi Lazar why by the Cheta Egel where everyone uh, did the same Avera were the three different Onshim Saif and Magefa and Misa Sadrokan and he said Ein isha uh, so his son Horkin has said because you wouldn't answer the woman and you're saying Ein isha Pelech, so we're losing a ton of support this woman was a wealthy woman and she used to give a lot of money now she gives nothing and he didn't uh, regret it at all he said Yisrafu Divrei Torah Valimsu Divrei Torah Lenashim right very Clearly, not like the sheet of Ben Azai. That's Tos quotes. Rabbi Lazar Omer, Rabbi Lazar says, Call him Lamed Bita Torah, Malam de Tiflus. Anyone who teaches his daughter Torah, is t- Rabbi Eliezer says, is teaching her Tiflus. So, Tiflus al he's really teaching her to do Averos. Not that he's actually teaching that, but by giving her that sense of, uh, of Chachma and uh, cunningness. It's going to teach her how to get away with doing Averos. So it's ki'ilu. You taught her tiflus. Amr Rabbi Yavo, my time is Rabbi Eliezer. Where does Rabbi Eliezer learn his din from? D'chsev, ani chachma shachanti orma. So the chachma is Torah. Kim shenichnusa chachma ba'adam, nichnusa imo armumis. That there's certain cunningness that a person gains by learning Torah. V'rabbanan, and the Rabbanan, which means Benazai over here. So it's the point that the Rabbanan is Benazai, which, by the way, oftentimes is an indication that you pass like that shita, because uh, normally they refer to the shita that we pass like as the Rabbanan, as if that's like the majority opinion, but obviously we very clearly, the Rabban very clearly, and Shulchan very clearly does not pass like Benazai, but Rabbanan, hai ani chachma mai avdilei, what do I do with the pasuk ani chachma? Min bailil, rabbi yosra v'chanina, dam rabbi yosra v'chanina, in the vritar m'skaimin, el bimi shemamin atzmo arum alehen, that a person who is willing to suffer through poverty for Torah, that's when Torah is going to last with such a person. Shema ani chachma shechanti arum Arma is a reference to like nakedness, that he has nothing uh, to his name. That Torah, Torah will stay with someone who's an anav, who makes himself like he's a nothing. That Torah, which is chachma, is found in someone who makes himself like ayin, as if he's nothingness. Rabbi Shoma wrote to Isha that a woman would, would want a kavetiflos rather than tisha kavanuprishos. So my ka'amar, what does it mean? That a woman would rather her husband bring home a smaller paycheck, but he's home at least every week, rather than have a larger paycheck, but he's never home. And then he said that a chasid shota, Russia, Aram, and Isha Prusha, Makos Prusha, and the Mevale Ola, the Mishnah said. So, Echidami chasid shota, what is a chasid shota? So, Kagon to Kava Itza Benahara, Vamalava Rachel, the Stakuli Bavatsula. That a woman is drowning, and he says, I can't be Mistakul and Nisha, so I can't say. 
save the woman. It's pikoch nefesh. You have to go save the woman. So the question is, yeah, what if it's Bezrayah of Gil What if he's going to be nikshal in his taklus and hirurim and things like that? Uh, so that's uh, the poskim discuss. What, what exactly you know the uh, the, uh, the the parameters are. The well, poskim also discuss. What if it's not quite pikoch nefesh? You're just walking and a woman fell down on the road. Someone will pick her up eventually, right? So uh, she's not going to die, right? So uh, so do, do, do you help out? So someone told me that uh, they have they host a bunch of friends. Friend of mine told me he hosts a bunch of yeshiva baruchim when he goes to Israel on Sukkot, and that's the question he asks around the table. You're on a date and the girl falls down. What do you do, right? And he says, like you see, what happens? What's taught in different yeshivas? So hechidami rasha arum. What exactly is a rasha arum? So seven examples of a rasha arum. It's a person who has a din with somebody else, and he goes and he talks to the dayan before the other baldin had an opportunity to talk to the dayan, so he sways the whole case. Second pass. You see that Lani has 199 Zuz. As long as he doesn't have 200 Zuz to his name. So you give him one Zuz, so now he has 200 Zuz, and now he's not allowed to take any of the Manas Aniyim. When he has 200 Zuz, he can't take any of the Manas Aniyim. So this guy has relatives who are Aniyim. They want to take the Payalek at Shikha and everything else. So he gives the uh, the competition, he gives the Ani just enough to get the 200 Zuz, so all of his relatives will be able to chop everything up. If a person had 199 to his name, even if they give him Elif Zuz at one time, you write him a check for Elif Zuz, he can take the whole check. It's not that he's only allowed to take one Zuz. Once he's a, while he's an Ani, he can take in one lump sum a lot more than that. A third possibility, Rabbi Asi, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Zamasi Eitzelim Korbin Chasim Watin, someone who tells uh, Yorshim that you know the halacha is when they're in Chasim Watim, uh, there aren't uh, the father didn't leave too much, so that whatever he left is supposed to go support the daughters, and the Yorshim aren't going to get anything. So he says, but before you go to Beisdin, if you sell it, if the boys sell it, they'll be allowed allowed to keep the money. So he gives them Eitzah to go sell it before the Romeid Bedin and the daughters are going to get everything. Whatever they sold, the sale is binding. Fourth possibility, that if a guy gives a matana to someone else and he says, this matana is for you and when you're finished with it, it's going to go to Ploni. So Shita is that if the first guy sells it, then, uh, then, then the second guy is going to get nothing. So Rasha Arum is someone who advises the first guy to sell it, robbing the second guy of ever getting the opportunity to have it, which was the Das and the zone of the person who gave it to him in the first place. Okay, Bezal Shem, we'll go through the last three definitions of Rasha Arum tomorrow. Everyone have a wonderful day.